0: Chapter sixteen of the Silver Princess in Oz This is a Librivox recording. All Librivox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librivox.org. Recording by Nan Dodge The Silver Princess in Oz by Ruth Plumley Thompson Chapter sixteen All Together at Last Kabumpo! Kabumpo Randy, oh my mercy me rolling to his feet jennicky tottered over to the hearth and encountering ginger halfway there clasped his faithful bell-boy to his shiny glass bosom as soon as that bell rang i knew everything was going to be better he puffed and i rather expected ginger but you why my dear old Gaboskus, fancy meeting you here but i don't fancy it at all grunted kabumpo placing the sleeping princess gently down "'on the fisherman's bench, and glancing disgustedly round the mean little hut. "'How in ev' did you ever happen to be in such a place? "'And how did you get here, and where in Oz are we, anyway?' "'Oh, Jinnicky, are you really all right?' "'Grasping the little wizard by both arms, Randy examined him carefully from top to toe. "'Kabumpo and I came to see you, and instead of you, there was Gludwig in your castle.' he told us you were at the bottom of the sea and after first trying to destroy us with his army he flung us into the castle basement there we found ginger sealed up in a big drum and we let him out and after a while in a way i cannot figure out at all we find ourselves here how did it happen why ginger brought you of course releasing the little black boy from his tight embrace jinnicky planted a huge kiss on his ebony forehead And with a flashing grin, the slave of the bell vanished into space. Don't worry. He's always going, but he'll come back any time I ring the bell. You must all have been touching Ginger when the bell rang. So naturally, when Ginger answered the bell, he brought you right along. Nothing natural about it, fumed Kabumpo, drawing his trunk wearily across his forehead. But you haven't told us how you got here, said Randy bending over Planety to see that she had made the trip without coming to any harm. "'And what is that, pray?' demanded the little jinn, eyeing the sleeping princess with round, astonished eyes. "'Something you brought me for a present? A pretty little idol you've stolen from some heathen temple? My mercy, me, what a beauty it is! I'll mount it on a ruby pedestal and worship it all the rest of my days.' "'Oh, no, Jinnicky, no! Randy's voice broke, and he could not utter another word, try as he would. In puzzled concern, the red Gin turned to Kabumpo. "'She's not a present, but she's an idol all right. Randy's idol, and he intends to spend the rest of his life worshipping her. If I read the signals aright,' said Kabumpo dryly. "'There you see the princess of another planet, old boy, and up to an hour ago. She was as live and bright and happy as any of us.' "'But what happened to her?' "'Oh, my mercy me, another mystery!' "'Jinnicky clasped his hands in genuine distress. "'Well, you tell us what happened to you, "'and then we'll tell you what happened to her and us,' "'offered Kabumpo. "'That is, if we don't die of hunger first. "'Hunger?' "'Jinnicky swallowed four times in rapid succession. "'Oh, my mercy me and us! "'You do not even know the meaning of the word!' "'I have not eaten a bite for seven months, "'but har, 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 that is all over now. "'With my magic dinner bell right at hand, "'why should anyone be hungry?' Four dinners, and at once,' beamed the red gin, "'ringing it smartly. "'See, my dear, I've not even forgotten you.' Jinnicky leaned down to stroke Nina, "'who had hidden behind the hearth-brush "'when so many strangers came dropping into the hut. "'This valiant nonagon puss,' "'fought bravely in my defense, "'and has thereby earned herself a place in my heart and castle "'for all the rest of her nine natural lives.' "'But first you must get back your castle,' said Kabumpo, "'as Jinnicky began dancing up and down the room, "'the miserable cat hugged tightly in his arms. "'Even Randy had to smile at that. "'No one could be around the little jinn and stay sorrowful.' and worried as he was over planety and Thun, the young king could not help feeling that now they were together everything was going to turn out right somehow and way jinnicky would help them isn't this like old times he beamed bustling around like a busy host as ginger with four enormous trays balanced on his head flashed down set an appetizing dinner before each of the company and melted away like smoke up the chimney. For Nina, he had brought nine saucers of cream and some minced chicken. For Kabumpo, a huge bowl of assorted nuts and another bowl of cut raw vegetables, each bowl capable of replenishing itself, so that there was enough for even an elephant. For Randy and Jinnicky there were the finest of roast duck dinners. So, forgetting their mean surroundings and Gludwig's wickedness, The three royal wayfarers fell to, and ate with an abandon and gusto that would have astonished their own castle holds, and footmen. Nina lapping up her rich and plenteous viands seemed to grow fat and content before their very eyes, and while they dined Jinnicky explained how he had been tricked by Gludwig, pulled out of the sea by Bloff, and then nearly shaken out of his jar by the surly fisherman. "'who at the same time had shaken out the bell "'and brought him assistance. "'Where is he? "'Wait till I get my trunk on him,' raged Kabumpo, "'glancing sharply round the nine-sided shack. Jinnicky, on his part, "'when he discovered how Gludwig had treated his friends and visitors, "'was no less enraged and indignant. "'Used my very own patented trap floor on you, did he? "'Ha! Wait, I'll fix him.' Beating his small hands angrily together, Jinnicky's eyes burned with a bright red hatred. Yes, we were floored all right, admitted the elegant elephant pushing away his two bowls, for at last he had had enough. And while Randy and the red gin were finishing their suppers, he told the whole story of their journey through Oz and Ev and Ix, of their meeting with Planety and Thun and the sad fate that had overtaken these loyal comrades in the red castle, when they could no longer avail themselves of their own vanadium springs. "'Vanadium!' murmured the red jinn, resting his head in his chubby hands. "'I believe I could make a substitute for that. Why, in my laboratory!' "'Yes, but this isn't your laboratory,' sighed Randy. "'And, however, are we to get off this nine-sided island if all the fishermen are as hateful as Bloff?' har 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 now that is the least of our troubles jinnicky waved airily to the owner of the cottage whose glum face had just appeared in the window ginger shall carry us back as easily as he carries the trays first I shall ring the dinner bell then when ginger appears I shall hang on to his coat you Randy must hang on to me and kabumpo bless his big heart shall hang on to you being careful "'to hold the princess of this other planet in his trunk. "'Oh, my mercy me, I'd almost forgotten the cat.' "'Scooping up Nina, Jinnicky waited "'till the elegant elephant had lifted Planetty in his trunk. "'Then, taking the silver bell from his sleeve, "'he gave it a cheerful tinkle. Ho! this!' puffed the little jinn, "'blowing a kiss to the glowering fisherman. "'This is the finest place to leave "'I've ever left in my whole life.' oh my mercy me you and us here's ginger hold on everybody we're off and they were sailing along as smoothly behind the little slave of the bell as if they weighed nothing at all and leaving Bluff running in frantic circles round his hut for he was now more convinced than ever that this was a nightmare or that worse still he had taken entire leave of his wits and senses End of chapter 16